Welcome to the Beyond the Bucket Show, a podcast centered around optimizing all lives' buckets. We all have buckets we are balancing, coaching, entrepreneurial ventures, family, passion projects, and health. Let's all take this journey together and become bucket fillers. And here's your host, Chris McSwain. What's up, guys? Hope everybody's doing well out there. Today's episode is knowing versus doing. I've had a lot of time to reflect over the last six months. And the thought is everybody kind of knows what they should be doing in life, but not everybody is actually out there doing it. So I just wanted to share my thoughts on this. I'll be sharing my thoughts on a bunch of other things as well uh, over the next few weeks. But I think this is a topic knowing versus doing, and I would much rather be a doer than knowing. So whether it be working out, whether it be eating right, whether it be I know I want to enrich my mind more, I need to be reading more, I need to start a podcast, start a book, whatever it may be. But this is knowing versus doing. I hope you guys enjoy it. Make sure to share this with your friends. Thank you. Before we start, if you have 60 seconds after this podcast is over, please make sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast with your friends. It helps me bring on more guests to help us all become better bucket fillers. Also, follow me at Chris underscore underscore McSwain on Instagram and Twitter. I'd love to hear from you. Now let's get to the show. Welcome back or welcome to the Beyond the Bucket show. I'm excited to have you guys here uh, as we uh, do our Thursday episode. You know, there's been a lot of things on my mind. Um, As a coach, you get uh, very limited time as far as an offseason. And this year is uniquely positioned where I'm almost going to have a year off from actually coaching And it's given me a lot of time to put things in perspective, try to change my approach in a lot of ways to become, you know, more efficient with the things that I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. And I got to this point where we're trying to motivate, you know, externally with our teams or uh, just even as an individual, you're trying to motivate yourself to do different things. And I was listening to another podcast and one of the topics that came up was knowing versus doing. And that's a really profound statement because it's so true. A lot of the times we know what we need to do, but it's very difficult to actually follow through and do the thing that you know is necessary for the betterment of your life, for the betterment of your relationships, for the betterment of your overall being, knowing versus doing. And I wanted to get down to why it gets to a certain point and now we finally actually do. And for a lot of us, it becomes too late. Um, but I just want to give some encouragement and kind of unpack 
the knowing first doing why it is that way because whatever we whatever whatever happens in our life we generally know what to do but the act is going to be the hardest part so uh first of all let's talk about eating right and working out two things that are very paramount in my life we all know we need to eat well there hasn't been any day where you've eaten well and said man i wish i would have ate bad food and if you do i would love to hear from you anytime that i eat fast food which isn't very often anytime that i overeat on or overindulge on dessert you always feel bad I ate too much ice cream your stomach doesn't feel right because the term you are what you eat really does come into play. I've started to get, you know, more into nutrition and just reading labels. I teach health and uh, in my lifetime fitness class. And I tell the kids, hey, let's take a look at some of these labels that we're consuming. And the easiest way to, to eat healthy is to look at the label and what are the ingredients? For instance, corn. What's in corn? Corn, right? But if you eat a bag of chips, it's got so many different things that go into it that it's just not really healthy for your body and it's not sustainable over a long period of time. The people that eat fast food often, they have a decision. Well, a lot of times it's because of convenience and it's readily available on any corner that you drive down. The second part is, well, you may not have the enough money to afford something else. So I get that. I get the convenience factor and I get the resource factor for for eating but at the same time we all know we should be eating the right foods but why is it so difficult for us to do it you know eating something sweet obviously opens up your receptors in a different way than eating something healthy but eating something healthy makes you feel good in the end and that's really what we're all trying to get to is find that end goal how do you want to look how do you want to feel and then reverse engineer it from there working out the same thing we all know we need to work out we all know we need to move you know 30 to 60 minutes a day and if you're doing that perfect it's difficult because people are not going to want to do what's hard i try to tell our players you know we're doing you know we're, we're in our preseason our preseason is basically the next six months but they all know they should be doing stuff, working out. We can't really be with them at this time for them to, to, to be motivated where we're pushing them day to day. So we have to motivate from afar, but the biggest motivator is going to be you internally. Can you do it yourself? And if you start to do it yourself, then you're going to see the results. There's going to be no way you cannot win. You're going to win if you put in the time. But the, the, the hard part is, 90% of people won't do it. The 10% will, and they're going to reap the rewards for it. 
So I came up with a list of about four or five things on reasons why we don't do even if we know we should. The first reason is procrastination. Procrastination is something that a lot of people go through. I've done it, uh, especially when I was younger. Oh, I can turn that assignment in later. I can do it later. And then you get to the last point where you're in a rush. At what point do you decide to stop procrastinating and start acting and start doing? You have a goal that you want to achieve. Well, you have to be proactive in it. And procrastination can really hinder you from that. Why do people procrastinate? Well, it's easy. You can put it off till later. I don't need to work out right now. I can do it later. And then by the time later comes around, you don't end up wanting to do it. And it's easier to say, no, I can do it tomorrow and continue to push it off. Well, for so many people, eating right and working out has been pushed away for so long. Now you get to a point where it's really affecting your health and you need to make some lifestyle changes. So I would tell everybody out there to not procrastinate and touch once. So Mike Neighbors is the basketball, the head women's basketball coach for Arkansas University. He used to be at University of Washington. Uh, he won a bunch of different games at UW and uh, is, was widely known as one of the better coaches in the country. And he provides a newsletter on a week, weekly basis that he sends out stuff like this. But one thing that I took from him, and it really boils down to procrastinating or not, and he has this theory of touch once. So at any point you have something to do, a task, why not limit the touches that it takes to complete that task? For instance, if you were going to wash a dish, so you eat, you eat your food and you put the dish in the sink, you might rinse it off and then place it in there. Well, you touched it once. Now you have to come back. If you don't pick it back up or keep doing that task, you're going to have to do it again. So the touch once philosophy would be, I just finished this food. I'm going to pick it up, rinse it off and put it in the dishwasher. Now you're only touching it once instead of touching it multiple times. So the time it took you to do that, it took you more time to come back to that same task. You've got text message. You get it. If you have an opportunity, fire that text back off right then, that email right then. So you don't have to worry about it later because when you have to think about it now and then you have to think about it later, now there, you know, there's some times where you have to think, okay, how am I going to respond? But for the most part, everybody's just texting, you know, frivolous things on a day-to-day basis. Hey, how's this? How's this? You know, whatever it may be. So respond or act once on communications. If you can do that, it's going to, it's going to effectively 
give you more time to do some other things or working out. All right, I'm going to work out. I set this time up and I'm going to do it during this duration rather than oh, I'm going to do it now and then do it a little bit later. It's better just to get it done once. So touch one's philosophy as far as procrastination. The second one is discipline. Any great performer, any great business man or woman, anybody that is really, really good at their craft has a high level of discipline. It's hard not to eat those cookies when they're right in front of you, right? So you have to be disciplined in your approach in all facets of your life. Just had uh, dinner with our in-laws and uh, it was getting kind of late. And uh, usually I don't like to eat too late. They had some cheesecake and they said, hey, do you want some cheesecake? I said, no. My father-in-law said yes. And he's an extremely, extremely successful businessman and in so many areas of his life he's disciplined but he says when it comes to food he just loves to eat so much and he's not very disciplined in that in that area of his life and it's, it can be very difficult it can be debilitating to a lot of people um, but you're going to have to find some discipline if if you're trying to live a healthy fit life then you're not going to be able to consume those things and you're going to have to say no to some things that you might want even though they taste good and the dopamine receptors are going to fire in your brain but it's really not going to be good for you so you got to have some discipline um and it's harder hard, it's easy to say it but hard to do and hard to replicate over a period of time um but one of the other things that i want to mention about this whole thing and that's the next topic which would be when you get off track it's going to be you and only you to help you get back on track you're going to be the one to decide and then react from that so when you fall off the track and you do want to consume that cheesecake or you do miss a workout don't amplify the situation by doing it over and over again because that's where you get into this cycle of four or five years later where it's like, man, I haven't worked out. I don't feel good. And that's very important for, for all of us to understand is it's okay to get knocked off, but you have to get back on the track and continue the race. It's okay to splurge every now and again, but get back and finish the race. It's hard to do, um, especially for athletes when they aren't working out for a period of time and then they have to get back in it, it's difficult for them to get back on it, but you got to get back on it and maybe you have to start slow. The next topic or the fourth topic would be develop a routine. All really successful people have a routine. Now, some people can be scattered where they do this, 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 but most people act in a routine manner. Work out the same time, wake up around the same time, eat breakfast around the same time, go to work around the same time. We're creatures of habit. If we get into the habit of 
creating <clears throat> a schedule for ourselves where we know exactly what we're going to do at that time. And if, even if it's altered just a little bit, it still allows you a little bit of flexibility when you do have to change. But you want to kind of keep a consistent schedule and a routine. LeBron James has a, has a routine before every game. Steph Curry has a routine before every game. If that routine is interrupted for some reason, they may not be able to perform as good as they would had they had that routine that day or that evening. And I just think it's important for everybody to get their own routine. And then the last thing that I would like to touch on is what I do on a day-to-day basis. Have somebody to coach you or help you or somebody that is like an accountability partner. An accountability partner or a coach or an advocate to help you reach some of these goals. If someone was to go to an AA meeting, they have a sponsor that they immediately provide them with in order for them to always stay on track. And anytime you feel like you're going to be off track, you have to call your sponsor. Same thing as a coach. Athlete feels like they're getting off track. They got to go to the coach to kind of help them out. This could be a parent. This could be a friend. It can be a peer. Anybody that is going to keep you on track of your goals because we all need that little that little assistance to, to help us from time to time. And it's very important that maybe you might be that for somebody else. But you also need it for yourself too. And uh, I do it for a lot of people, whether it be friends, whether it be the teams that I coach, whether it be the businesses that I run and, and, and the, the people that I lead. But I also need that too. I need that accountability partner. And I have a few in different areas. I have one for business. I've got one for my fitness goals. I've got one for, you know, my discipline and and nutrition. Um, And I've got one that that helps me make decisions. Uh, For so many people, if you have that coach and accountability partner, it really helps. And it also helps if you help others because it makes you want to do better. Um, So. Yeah, that's kind of my thoughts today. I just wanted to share something quick about knowing versus doing. The bottom line is we all know what we should be doing. We know that we need to work out. We need to eat healthy. We should be, you know, bettering ourselves, reading that book nightly, reading our Bible, um, helping others. We know that we should be doing it. But will you be the one to actually go forward and take the steps that you need to? to change your life and change your behavior. And that's what optimization is all about. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, rate, like, and share. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to the Beyond the Buckets podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and share the show with your friends. And until next time, take care.